I will take what is mine with and blood. Welcome to the Make Westeros Great Again podcast, the greatest podcast that ever was or will be, the podcast that will mount the world. We are here to cover HBO's Game of Thrones, and most importantly, we are here to make Westeros great again. My name is Andrew of House Steph Curry. And my name is Kevin of House Crying Jordan Meme. You might be asking yourself, why make Westeros great again? Uh, based on the intro there, it's not because we love Donald Trump, although he's very entertaining. We, we don't love him. He's funny, but he's yeah. terrible. He's terrible, but make Westeros great again is something that we all strive for. And he's trying to make America great again. We're trying to make Westeros great again. And over the next several, what, episodes, years, I don't know how long we're going to do this, but gosh darn it, we are going to do our very best to make Westeros great again every week on this podcast. Uh, You might also be asking yourself, why are these efforts starting a podcast? Well, uh, part of it is, we don't love a lot of other podcasts out there on Game of Thrones. We're going to do something a little differently. Right. So we hear other podcasts and we listen to them, but we don't really like them. But we, we still listen to them anyway. So this is for the person who listens to like eight Game of Thrones podcasts. We want to be your number five. We want to be the <laughs> fifth one that you listen to. Um, but we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, what you will not hear is us just going scene by scene doing, hey, Kevin, you remember this one scene where Jon Snow was punched in the face? That was Oh, awesome. my God! Can you oh believe that? And then do you remember when Arya was, like, jumping up over that barrel? Oh, what? My God. I can't believe she did that! Yeah, yeah. that. that we're is not going to do no. a scene by scene rundown. But no. this is what we're going to do. We're going to basically treat it like a sports podcast because we do another podcast, which is a sports podcast. And so it's kind of that's all we know. <laughs> that's all we know how to do. So we're going to do it like that. But we've got a lot of games and bits. Basically, think of it like the Westerosi pardon my interruption. That's a good uh, way to put it. That's a good way to put it. And we've got all kinds of like like correspondence that are going to be coming on. We're going to have someone come on and just he just Dothraki occasionally. Just like, you know. What what are we gonna learn today in Dothraki? So you're all gonna yeah, learn it but with it's us? gonna be like rap lyrics that you'll right. learn exactly. Like what is pay the cost to be the boss? Like, <laughs> Something how do you really say useful that in Dothraki. Yeah, uh, we're also gonna teach you how to make a Game of Thrones Game of Thrones dishes um, from the in the crossroads. Maybe do a little wine tasting, a little Dornish Arbor Gold. Mm, definitely. And as you mentioned, we're definitely going to be doing a lot of sports takes, uh, tying Game of Thrones to. Sports issues like the MVP of the episode, some over-under, some advanced stats from the episode. We might even get some player efficiency ratings going here. Like deaths per minute, uh, you know, real, real efficiency stat nerd, but for Game of Thrones. Maybe do some odds makers, um, rookies of the year. Like, so my, my definition of rookie of the year is someone who makes their first appearance that season and has the biggest impact. So like going back, Oberyn Martell, the Red rookie Viper, of the year. would have been Rookie of the Year. Of the Probably year. would have been up for MVP consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, I think in a coming up this episode, we're going to do Hall of Famers. Uh, and the qualifications to become a Hall of Famer are you have to be dead. So that's how you uh, get to enter the Hall of Fame. We'll probably do an episode on the Hall of Famers coming up. Uh, we've got an episode or a segment that we're going to do in this episode 
uh, based on predictions called It Is Known. It Is Known. It Is Known. It Is Known. <laughs> uh, love that uh, segment called Oh Yeah, That Guy. Sure. We catch you up on characters who have been gone for several seasons who are now back to play an important role in the TV show. And then uh, we couldn't have a Game of Thrones podcast without a section called Wildfire Hot Takes, where we give our super duper wildfire hot takes about the episode or about the show that's coming up. And so we've got all kinds of stuff coming your way. It is not going to be like your normal Game of Thrones podcast, but we hope that you stick with us. We hope that you like it. I think you will. So give us a few episodes. We got the the first uh, TV show episode coming up in two weeks. We are here. We want to make sure we do this episode. We're going to do one more before the show starts. We want to get you guys all caught up and ready for the premiere on April 24th. So real quick, a little bit about us. Um, I have not read the books. I I don't know anything about uh, the fantasy genre. I don't really know uh, anything about the books at all other than what I've seen on the television shows. However, I really like the television shows. And then there's Andrew, who has read all the books. Yeah, I've read the books. And so I didn't read it until the show started. And basically, I saw the first season, and I'm a very impatient person. So I kind of wanted to know what was going to happen next. So I decided, like, I could wait seven years to find out what happens, or I could just read it. So... I basically, after that first season ended, took a summer break or took had a summer project. My summer project wasn't like building a fence. My <laughs> summer project wasn't like helping people in need. It was reading these books because it took all summer. So now I know. I think I'm pretty well versed uh, in the Game of Thrones lore and A Song of Ice and Fire lore. Uh, Kevin and myself have been the captains of two Game of Thrones trivia teams through Geeks Who Drink, <laughs> and we've finished third and second in consecutive years. So we do kind of know a little bit. Well, maybe we'll gun for that number one spot this year. Maybe. Uh, we, we may have maybe. to become a little extra nerdy to get that number one spot. Yeah, so Andrew's uh, the super nerd here. Like, just to clarify, between the two of us, like, I'm, a, I'm, like, really nerdy because I have a Game of Thrones podcast now. Like my wife would like not sure if it would have worked out had she known I had this, uh, you know, six years ago, but here we are. But I'm like the less of the nerd uh, than Andrew. Yeah, just, we just keep want to make sure we that. get. You're that. just a different type of nerd. A different. That's not quantify that more mean? and less. What does that yeah. even mean? Just different. It's All right, just, hang on. You, hang on. You occupy a different space. Here's the answer. Do you do you like get really excited when you see dragons? Yeah. All right. Now, now ask me the same question. Kevin, do you get really excited when you see dragons? No. Okay, what? so that's the answer. Is that a wildfire hot take? Is that, that was a wildfire first, hot take right there. The first wildfire hot take is you don't like the dragons? They're okay. I'm not into the magic stuff. I like, like, the politics stuff. I like, like, the, you know, I like all the acting, the, the theory, everything. And, and, and GRRM, Gurm is a, a genius. I mean, I will give Railroad. him that. Like, it's George Railroad. Genius. Uh, I will give him that. Uh, and you know what? He is a genius because he has somehow figured out a way to make people like me absolutely adore the fantasy genre for at least this episode, this show. So that's something he is. He has certainly uh, uh, had his success there. And and you know what? I was talking about my wife. She's reading the books right now. She's like she's an uber nerd now, like just as much as not much as you, but like a little bit between me and you and her. Like she's in the middle now. 
So I think the right audience for this is like the casual show watcher who also watches Sports Center right afterwards. <laughs> That's something. That's is that something. Right? Yeah, I think so. But here's the thing, though. Like, like you said, all these other podcasts are so similar. Like, we're going to do something a little different. Okay, it's, tell us what we're going to do for the rest of this episode. You got it. Uh, we are going to do some catch up, Andrew. We got to figure. We got to catch Kevin up a little bit. This, we got to catch me up on what's going on. We're going to give some immediate predictions also about what's coming up in season six. Andrew, we're also going to do some power rankings, and this is uh, this is something near and dear to our heart. We love to power rank things, like just anything. Power rank pizza toppings. Power rank presidents. Power rank anything. We are going to power rank the top fighters in the uh, Game of Thrones universe. We are also going to play a game, Andrew, Blank of House Blank. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. We'll show you what that is. And then, of course, the It Is Known prediction segment. And we're going to close with some wildfire hot takes. So, Andrew, what do you say we move along here? Uh, Let's do some catch-up and some predictions for the season. Uh, I'm going to go through each region uh, of what's going on and then... Uh, I'm gonna ask you a question at the end. Okay. All so right? is this like a quiz, like like making me look like an idiot? Is that what this? No, is? no, no. This is this isn't like a, qu- a quiz. This is more like what do you think will happen? Okay. All right. Going I'm catching there's Kevin no, up. There's no plus... wrong answers unless I don't like it. Okay. Fair. <laughs> All right. So let's start at the wall. That's kind of where we ended at the very end of the season at the wall. Jon Snow was brutally murdered by uh, your friend Ollie and the rest of the Night's Watch. Man. Prediction. He's not Kevin. my friend, first of all. Let's start okay. there. Prediction. How will Jon Snow be resurrected? So we're assuming that he's going to get resurrected. How will he get resurrected? Melisandre? A White Walker? Something to do with Ghost the Direwolf? Or something to do with Bran? Like, how yeah. will he get resurrected? I hope it's not Bran. That's, like, too big of a leap. But I will say Melisandre's got to have something to do with it, right? Like, why else is she there? I think so, too. They showed her going up to the wall. Otherwise, why would she even be there? Okay, let's stay in the north. Stannis burned his daughter and then lost a battle to the Boltons, and then he was killed by Brian. Question, were you pro-Stannis or anti-Stannis as a TV show only watcher? I loved Stannis. You love Stannis? I love Stannis. What I thought is that if you watch the TV show, you didn't like Stannis. But if you read the the whole burning the daughter thing, like that wasn't cool. Like that part. Didn't yeah. like Stannis as much after that. If you read the books, like Stannis was kind of your dude. He's like, yeah, dude, I love Stannis. But okay, I kind of like Stannis too until the end. Uh, sad to see him go. All right, let's move over to Bravos. So Arya has been chilling in Bravos at the sure. House of Black and White. You know, training with Jack and Hagar to become a faceless man assassin. Uh, in the last episode, she was blinded by uh, Jack and Hagar or the Wafer, whoever that was. Prediction, will Arya assassinate a major character by the season's end? Okay, before I answer that, I have to know one thing. Like, you don't know this answer, right? Like, you don't know no. any of this stuff anymore. Uh, well, there's some stuff that wasn't in the show about Arya that's still left to be covered that was okay. in the books. But, like, nothing really important. Okay. So they may go back and do some of that, but, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, they got to the blinding part, and so that's really it. It makes me so happy, too, because snooty book reader Andrew and all the snooty book reader Andrew friends that uh, we would all get together and they would all like whisper to themselves about what's coming up. And they look at me like, Haha, this guy doesn't know. Well, now you don't know either snooty book reader guy and all you snooty book reader guys out there. 
I'm excited to know just as much as you, even though that's probably not true because you said there's some other little things. But yeah, but nothing important, really. Okay, all right, fair enough. There's like okay. what was there something with the Iron Islands, like some other stuff that that yeah, there's some of that. Covered? There's some okay. of that. I've heard some things. I don't know all the things. All right, my answer is. Um, yes. Uh, as long as you define major character as someone in the top, like 25. Sure. Okay. Fair. Care, yes. care to take a guess? Wild, wild swing on who it would be. Oh, wow. Uh, Hmm. Let me think on that. Do you have a guess? Like, let me turn it on you. Oh, I- I'm going to guess. Uh, Oh, a Stark. I'm just going to say a Stark. Wait, what? She's going to kill a Stark. Yeah. Why would she do that? Because she's a faceless man now. But why would Arya kill a Stark? <laughs> Just wait. I don't get it. Okay, so like now you think you know. Now, see, this is bullshit because you just said earlier that you're like, oh, I don't <laughs> I know, know anything, no. nothing important. And now he's going to kill one of her own family members? Like, what? what is going on here? I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, we'll have to wait. All right, okay. let's move what on. In the world. All right, let's, move on. Please. We're going on to Dorne. Marcella is dead. Jamie's sailing back to King's Landing. Having not really accomplished anything. No. Prediction, will Jamie and Cersei have relations in front of Marcella's body too? Oh, I no, I don't think so. Like that was like a thing when that happened, like all and this is back to the 19 podcasts that we listened to. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is terrible. This was not in the books. Oh my lord." So, no, that's not going to happen because I think there was enough pushback to make that a little awkward when uh and those two got it on in front of the dead baby or dead dead child. So I'm in going King's no. Landing. Yeah, let's stick around in King's Landing. Cersei yeah. did a naked walk of shame to escape church jail. Um, <laughs> the sparrows are taking over the city. Uh, Littlefinger's brother, blah, brothel is closed. Prediction: Will Tommen die? Will someone yeah. else sit the throne this season? Ooh. Uh, I think Tommen does die. Ooh. I I don't know that. It will be this season. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? Hot take. Wildfire hot take. He dies and someone else is on the throne this season. There you go. He's been oh, on there can... way too long. It's been too long. You, you can only last about a season. Like, that's kind of the running, you know, that's about all you get. All right. In Essos, Danny taken by a dragon uh, out into the Dothraki Sea, and her old friends, the Horse Lords, surround her. Tyrion, Jorah, and Grey Worm, and Miss Sandy take over ruling Marine. Question, not a before the prediction. Question: Are you pro Danny or anti Danny? And how has your kind of relationship developed with Danny? Uh, I'm I'm starting to get a little bored. Maybe that's the like I like Danny. Like Danny's cool. She does her stuff, and like the dragon thing is is fancy and neat. But like. She's got to get moving. Like, we got to get that storyline moving just a All right. little bit. You got just a prediction. Prediction. Something. Yeah. Will Danny step foot onto Westeros soil this season? Probably not. Like, what have what, what do we have to give us the thought that that will actually happen? Like, well, she next, flies on dragons now. Okay. Well, that's something. But, like, every time you think, oh, man, this is what's going to happen, she's like, when Khal Drogo's like, I'm going to go in this and i'm gonna go over there and you will have your throne you're like yes finally and here we are finally freaking can- seasons later that was still season not over one. there that was season one i know that's what i'm saying five seasons later where is where where is khaleesi is she still uh is she in westeros yet no she's not so i'm saying no i'm there's nothing to give me that thought uh that okay. she will make it there what about okay. you tell I- me you tell me you on this one 
Uh, I think that maybe at the end of the season, like the, the very last thing, like they're they're on their way, or maybe she gets there. I think that it's got to happen. There's got to be some movement. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so. That's. Hopefully. I think that catches us up. I think we're good to go. Wow, look at us. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna move on and do a power ranking, and then I'll explain later. All right, here we go. Power ranking time. The power lies on their side. All right, Andrew, it's go, go power ranker time. What okay. do you got for us this week? We are going to power rank the best fighters in Westeros, or actually just the world, because this is going to go beyond Westeros. And this is, you know, as is right now, this is not fighters in their prime. This is up to date in the show. Who are the best fighters out there? If you watch HBO, the fight game with Jim Lampley, think of this as the Gotti list. But we're going to call it the Carl Tanner of Gin Alley legend list. Yes. Who's m- might be my favorite character. I like least top three, right? Carl Tanner of Gin Alley. He is a legend. Okay. All right. So, uh, and at the end of this, not only will it be a list, there will be a champion declared. So the number one on the list will be considered the champion of uh, all fighters in Game of Thrones. Uh, but first of all, let's talk about a couple things. Fighters who have dropped out of the top five. Oberyn Martell has left the top five because his head has been crushed. Mm. Uh, Barris and Selmy, death by Harpy. Mm. Uh, he was also killed. And then Carl Tanner, of course, we need to say that, you know, he probably would have been number one with a bullet, but he was <laughs> killed by John uh, by Jon Snow with... Uh, with some help. With, with some, some help. help. So, let's clarify. Uh, let's talk about some honorable mentions. We'll, we'll call them fighters on the cusp. Uh, yeah. Jamie Lannister, former mm. champion. But after a horrific hand injury, is getting back into a fighting shape, but fighting some clown opponents like some Dornish soldiers and the Sand Snakes. So he's kind of just getting back up into his fighting weight, getting some uh, easy fights under his belt before he, you know, tries to get his get his belt back. Uh, I'm also gonna throw fighters on the cusp. The Hound suffered a horrific defeat to Brienne, mm. but uh, might be hard to get back into the top five if he's dead. We're we not don't sure know that, dead. right? We don't know. I, we I don't think he's alive. That. Let's let's do a hot take there. Alive or dead? I think he's alive. I think he's alive too. Okay, good. Okay, so if he's gonna get back in the top five, he uh, got to be alive. Right. Right. Okay. Let's get into the top five. Number five, Jorah Mormont, thought to be retired, but has burst into the scene with a special second act of his fighting career uh, to win the first tournament held in the fighting pits in Marine uh, since Daenerys Targaryen took over, beat out four other elite fighters. I think that's enough to earn him a spot on the Carl Tanner five. Really? See, I don't know, man. I don't know if Jorah's like, is he really top five? Like maybe top five in like, Essos, but like he won that tournament, about, man. He won the that world? tournament. That, that you win world, that dude? tournament, and you get in the top five. All right, he did win the tournament. You're right. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. You know what? I'll give it to you, but like not, not. In he's got to prove himself. If he wants, he does to have to prove himself. He's got to prove himself because okay. uh, you know one of these other guys is going to be the first one to take his spot. All right, let's go to number four, Braun of the Blackwater. Okay. Uh, in his past, defeated Sir Vardis Egan in single combat in the Vale. Uh, he did not fight with honor. Uh, he was personally chosen to train the former champion, Jamie Lannister, in his comeback attempt. Uh, I think Braun uh, deserves to be number four. And I think that if you ask other fighters uh, who they want to fight, I think everyone wants to stay away from Braun. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know what? Like, he, 
he's one of those guys that um you know you get into the match and you're like man this guy ain't tight this guy ain't tight and next thing you know you're like what happened what ha- i mean what happened like i don't know what happened and now all of a sudden i'm on, I'm on, I'm on the ground like that's braun braun right. has like some sneaky stuff he's not he like he didn't train with like the uh with like the knights and like he doesn't have like the the traditional training he's got some stuff he's got to learn on the streets that's why i like he and carl tanner like those guys learn on the streets and that's what i like about him yeah you wouldn't know his trainer you wouldn't right. know him. you wouldn't know his you wouldn't you, know his dad you wouldn't you wouldn't know him. <laughs> all right number three dario naharis defeated the champion of marine in ronda rousey-esque time like three seconds you remember he yeah. threw that knife into that guy's face that was sweet. uh so another one from Essos, Dario. Uh, I think Dario wants to make a leap up, maybe challenge for that championship belt. You think Dario's in the right spot? He, he like, he's kind of a jokester, like kind of a, a comic, like when he's fighting. And I don't know that, like, that's fine if you're just fighting, you know, like scrubs. And usually he's fighting scrubs. Like, I haven't seen him really fight anyone that tight. But, like, I'm not sure. Like, he's very unproven here. I want to see him fight someone legit. And he really hasn't yet. Like until I see that, like I know he fought the whatever the champion, whatever. Like, but all he he didn't really fight him. Like he just like, you know, took care of him. Um, and that was he, cool. So he fought him. He, he threw a knife at his face. Like that's it though. That's like shooting someone with a gun. Did he really fight him? No. Like he well, just he pulled won. out a gun and shot him. He won. No, he won. I got that he won. And maybe the other guy should have like put out his shield and blocked the knife. Like if he was a better fighter, which tells me that he wasn't that good of a fighter. My point still stands. He hasn't fought anybody. I want to see him okay. fight somebody. He's got, he's got to move up. Got, he's got to move up. Got to pay gotta the cost it. to be the boss. Prove it. That's right. All right, let's move on to number two, Loris Tyrell, the Knight of Flowers. We're going to call him the number one contender for the belt. Um, he has a loss on his record to Brienne the Beauty, uh, but is regarded as one of the best fighters in the realm. Um, he's at risk of losing his position if he doesn't make any other fights because he's uh, kind of been lollygagging and in King's Landing, you know, but he's still yeah. the number one contender. So that whole like he didn't put up a fight thing when he got taken in, like that really didn't sit very well with me. Like it's like, if he's, uh, it's like Victor Ortiz giving up early. Yeah, it's it's almost like you know what I think I think I don't have I don't have a great chance here, so I'm not even gonna try. Like I, I'm not even gonna I, like that's no heart to me. He's got to show a little heart. I I think that he's good. I'm with you. Uh, he's got the joust thing down. He's pretty good at that. Uh, but I'm not I'm not feeling too great about him. Like, if he went up against, for instance, let's throw somebody out there. If he went up against... Uh, Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Well, I don't know about Grey Worm. I'm not that tight on Grey Worm. Um, but, like, Grey Worm's okay. But I think he was chosen to lead for his leadership skills, not for his fighting skills. Like, this isn't like the Dothraki. Like, I think Grey Worm was, like, the one that could talk the best. And so that's why he's like the, the okay, leader. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> is that a is that a hot fire to area? Uh, All right, put put him against Braun. Like let's just Braun as a as a benchmark here. I think that's a good battle. And I if like if you're like Kevin, uh, Braun, uh, because he, right now per your rankings he's lower. Braun plus one twenty or uh, Loris even money. I'd take Braun plus one twenty. Right, but. Uh, Loris Terrell at his best versus Braun at his best. Loris wins, right? I it's close. I, okay. I I'm I'm willing to allow this ranking for now, uh, but I'm just I'm not in love with his heart. Like he's got to show me a little more heart. That's okay, uh, we're gonna go on to number one, and we're gonna actually explain this in a little bit. But it's gonna be the interim champion, and that's Brianna of Tarth. She has wins against the Hound. 
that has propelled her up into the upper echelons, echelon of fighters also has a win against the Knight of Flowers. And uh, against the one-handed Jamie. Let's, let's talk right. about that, too. So, I mean, she's got great wins against her on her record. Uh, she's going to be the interim champion, right? So she's going to hold the belt, but the champion, the lineal champion in, in this ranking system or in, in what we're going to be calling whatever this is, is the mountain Gregor Clegane. He still holds that championship belt, even though he might be dead or undead. So he defeated Oberyn Martell, uh, but he's dead. So due to this fact, we have created this interim champion for Brienne. Gregor must either defend his title or Brienne will be awarded the undisputed title. We don't know if he's dead or not. Yeah. Uh, and if, if, he, if he's alive or if he's sort of alive, he's got to defend his championship belt uh, to keep it. Can we talk otherwise, like, otherwise, we're going to strip it. Can we talk about one set for just one second? I'm with you on all of that. Uh, no, no complaints here. Uh, but I want to know. Okay, so let's say that that he is alive and that he comes back and he's fine. He's Gregor. He's whatever. He's great. Um, I want to know, in your opinion, who alive or dead, prime or no prime, or let's just say in their prime, alive or dead, who could have taken the mountain down? It could be anybody, anybody at all, anybody at all. Who do you think has the best, like, name three people you think could have the best chances against the mountain? Well, Oberon's got to be one of them, right? Because we've got to go back and talk about Oberon because he had him beat. He had him. He had But he lost. I mean, we're talking about epic loss, getting your your head crushed. But other fighters, uh, I think you've got to match him up against someone small and slow. So, like, you couldn't match him up with... Robert Baratheon in his prime because like right. no. Robert's also going to be slow, uh, but the mountain's going to out muscle you, out slow you. So Robert Baratheon, I'm not going to throw him in there. I think maybe someone like Barristan Selmy in yeah. his prime could have beaten the mountain. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, then what about Cole Drogo? What about Drogo? That would have been fun. I still think I take the mountain because I think it's not contrasting styles. The mountain's going to out muscle you. I, I know. You're right. I think Carl right. Tanner. <laughs> now Carl there's Tanner a fight that I want to see. That's what I want to see. Your boy Carl Tanner of Genali. Could that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. There um, should be a video game where it's like Mortal Kombat, but it's like all Game of Thrones fighters. Oh, I would fight man. with Carl Tanner every, every time. Every single time. He would have some sweet moves. What about Serial Pharrell? Oh, see, that's a good one too, because they're gonna be small, very small different cuts, very quick styles. Yeah. Zero Pharrell would definitely have a shot. He and he might be on this list if he's still alive. We I don't know, know if he's that, dead or not. You know what? I was going to throw that out there. Jockin Agar. We have not talked about Jockin. Have we seen Jockin really fight though? We've seen him kill people. Yeah. He knows. I how mean, to do I it. think that we've got to assume that there's some fighting skills there because he does kill people. He he is successful in his craft. Uh, we can say that. Um, what regardless of how he does it, he's got some tricks. We also said Braun has some tricks, so right, just or, different or, kinds of tricks. Just different kinds of tricks. Maybe he he strikes at night. Maybe he strikes when you're not paying attention. That you know, to some degree, is a little different than Braun because Braun's right in front of you. But I don't know. I think it's it's worth uh, paying attention to. Okay, let's go through this real quick. Uh, so our top five: Jorah Mormont, Braun of the Blackwater, Dario Naharis, Loris Tyrell. Loris will be our number one contender. Our interim champion, Brienne of Tarth. And our lineal champion is Gregor Clegane. Gregor, you must defend your title to keep your belt. We're not forgetting uh, anybody, right? 
Um, I don't know. Let us know on Twitter. Our, Blackfish? Our Twitter... Is Blackfish tight? I never saw him fight. Uh, maybe. He's a little over the hill, but he's a little over the he hill. Could have a, he could have a second life like uh, Jorah Mormont. Who knows? True. true. Uh, let true. us know on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is make, at MakeWesteros. Let us know if we forgot anybody or if you uh, dispute our rankings here. But uh, I think we did a pretty good job of covering everything. I agree. I agree. I think we're so good. So once again, that's at Westeros. Uh, we're going to be updating the Carl Tanner five um, throughout the season if needed. We're not going to talk about it every episode and probably no. not even probably maybe once more this season just to give it updated. Yeah, we, we'll but, have to uh, update at some point. You're right. If, if there's a, you know, Clegane Bull fight, which you don't know <laughs> about unless you've seen YouTube videos, uh, then we'll have to update it. Definitely. Uh, maybe somebody comes back around. Maybe somebody's dead who we didn't know was dead or maybe somebody's alive we didn't know was alive so we'll update it but anyway that's our power ranking for this week kevin let's now go on and talk about um blank of house blank lannister Targaryen, baratheon stark tyrell they're all just spokes on a wheel i love that drop i don't know why <laughs> sorry all right uh what is uh um... Blank of House Blank, Andrew. Blank of House Blank is an interactive game where we solicit categories from our uh, listeners, from those on Twitter, to give us a category of people. And then we take that category of people and assign them to uh, to families of Westeros, to the houses. So, for example, someone might say, um, Kevin, um, why don't you assign the houses of the starting five of the Golden State Warriors? And so we would have to be like, all right, well, Steph Curry is a, you know, whatever, a Stark. And then we'd have to say why. Uh, Steph Curry's a Stark? I, you know what? I didn't really think that through. Like, we have to, that might be one for the future. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll do that one next time. All right. Because we've but, already done these ones. Or like, but... do the members of NSYNC. And then we have to be like, well, Justin's a Stark. Justin's like, I'm just a Lannister. Keep, I'll just keep doing this. <laughs> so anyway. So we'll ask you, the uh, listeners, to send us uh, uh, an example of uh, who you want us to assign in the blank of house blank category. This week, of course, Andrew, we have to start with presidential candidates. Right. And I want you to start. Uh, I I took the Republicans and you took the Democrats. Okay. Uh, I want you to start and then we'll, we'll, we'll tackle the Democrats and then we'll tackle the Republicans. So start off with one of the Democrat candidates. Let's start with feeling the burn. Um, Bernie Roll Sanders. 2016, feel the burn. Feeling the burn. Okay, so I think Bernie uh, would be uh, Bernie of House Martell. And here is why. Uh, not because he's unbowed, unbent, unbroken, although you can say those things about Sir Bernie. Uh, what the reason is, you know, like, Bernie's all about, like, everybody's equal and everybody's the same. And we got to, like, redistribute wealth and all that stuff. And Martells are like that to some degree, but what Martells do do, we know this from uh, from Oberyn's conversations, is even the bastards are real people there, even the whoever's are real people there. Like, I think Bernie would really get behind that idea. So, uh, you know, like, whatever. I think Bernie is a, uh, a knight of the uh, House Martell. Do you agree with that? Do you have any yeah. other suggestions? And what it's really think? hot there. It's really hot there. So you could, like, say, feel the burn. Mm. It's like there's the sun there. Okay. <laughs> sun spear. That's probably a way better explanation than mine. You could have just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, it's so not, it's not it's not great, but I like it. I like your I like your Bernie Sanders uh, thing. Let's talk about Hillary. All right, so this was a struggle. Uh, I went back and forth between like several options. I started with Lannister because you know there's like a lot of leadership there. I was trying to think of and there's money there. I was trying to go back and forth. I landed on Targaryen. Uh, okay, just just I agree just, with this. I agree. you do okay. Um, of course, their uh, their house words are fire and blood. And I think that, like, if anybody has, like, the the dragon, the last dragon feel to, like, running a campaign to get in office, to get on the Iron Throne, like, I think Hillary's got that. Like, she's got what it takes uh, inside, in the blood. You know, there's some leadership there in her family. There was a past person in her family that was in uh, set on the throne. And now and she's the trying to... Right. And then George, Bush came, George Bush came along and, and now she's trying to take what's rightfully hers and her family's uh house targaryen uh i think uh hillary is of, of hillary of house targaryen what do you think of that i think i, I like it I, okay. I i like it i think that she feels like she is owed uh-huh. the presidency oh, similar yeah. to how danny thinks she's owed sure. the the, uh, the iron throne and there are people uh, that uh that sip wine and uh say prayers of her Returning to, to the White House. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, I like it. Uh, Secretly. Okay, all right. So. Uh, I'm going to take the Republicans here. Uh, John okay. Kasich. Kasich uh, I'm going to say he's a Hightower. Okay, which, I don't know who that uh, is. Right. He, they're the Lords of Old Town. That's where the Citadel is. Oh, okay. The, cool. The Maester's Train. Um, yeah. That means that they're pretty smart. Like, they're very intellectual. They study. But they aren't really well known at all. <laughs> or considered a major player so in Westeros, but somehow are there, they're there. So that's why I think Kasich is. Do you know great. what House Hightower's words are? No. Okay. Uh, I'm looking it up. I'm going to tell you because I'm interested. Uh, it is We Light the Way. See, and I think that, like, everyone thinks, like, you know what? If, if you ask probably Republicans and Democrats, who's probably the best? Like, John Kasich's going to get. A, a lot of that, like they, like he lights the way, but he's not gonna win because no. he's a high tower. Right? Because he's a high tower. They actually have a picture of like a high tower, like that's the, like like that's their yeah. sigil. Like everyone probably regards like, yeah, he's probably the best, but you know what? He's not a Lannister. He's not a Stark. No. Not gonna win. No. Okay, I'm with you there. I like it. All right, Ted Cruz, House Baelish. <laughs> Basically, I'm just comparing him to Peter Baelish because everyone in the whole continent thinks he's a slime ball, but somehow he might end up being the leader of them all. Like he's maneuvered. Everyone thinks he's a slime ball, like Republicans yeah. and Democrats, but somehow he's there and somehow he's like doing really well, just like Peter Baelish. Yeah, I, I com- I'm completely on board with that one. I have nothing to add. OK, let's talk about Donald Trump. All right. The elephant this is he, in the room. Yeah. The elephant know. in the room. I don't have an answer. Uh-oh. Uh oh. He could. He could. There's, there's tons of options. He could be a Lannister. Uh-huh. I think that's the obvious thing. Like, oh, his hair is all weird and gold and, and gold. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. And like that. That could be the answer. Like, and they're entitled and they're, uh, you know, his dad. They're not as rich as they say they are. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, that's good. Right. God, see, I might lean that way. I might lean Team White Walker. Like, he may be a White Walker. Okay. With just some like uh, little makeup put on him, mm-hmm. uh, except he wants to build a wall. And yeah, so that's why Walker's trying to get over the wall. There's a wall issue there. Yeah, there's uh. a whole wall issue. So I, I maybe the 
an Occam, Occam Razor type of thing. Like maybe the easiest answer here is the best answer, and that's Lannister. You've got the gold hair, you've got entitlement. They don't. He doesn't have enough, as much money as everyone thinks he does. Uh, and I don't know, Lannister. What do you? What are your thoughts? Like your know, first thing that comes in your head is obviously Lannister. Yeah, but it is. I think that's too easy. But maybe that's the right answer. I think you're right. I think it's too easy, but I can't like come up with something great. Like I'm trying to think of people I don't like just to like put him in there, which that that's kind of mean, but just like, it doesn't make a lot of sense from like an explanation standpoint, just to throw him in with, I don't know who, like, who do we hate? And like house Bolton, like that doesn't make sense. Like, why would he be house Bolton? Like I need, and you need some like nexus to get them to a house, not just because you don't like them. So I don't know. I'm with you. I think maybe Lannister. Um, I think maybe Lannister. Maybe that's the easy one. Yeah. I don't know. I okay, like so that's Blank of House yeah. Blank. If you have an idea for uh, some sort of category of people that we should place into houses uh, in Westeros, let us know on Twitter. Once again, it's at Make Westeros. Uh, and we will consider what you have to say. Maybe we'll do the Golden State Warriors one next time. You can also find us on Facebook, by the way. We should probably say that. I think it's Facebook.com slash make Westeros great again. Uh, so you can reach out to us there as well. If you're not into the Twitters, you can find us on the good book and we're not talking about the seven pointed star. Hey, yo, oh, Hey, wow. yo. And you haven't even read the book. Was that a that nerd was, alert? Was that's that a nerd <laughs> alert joke. That's a good joke. All right, Kevin, let's close that out. Are we going to close it out with some, it is known predictions? Oh, we might as well. Let's do it. It is known. It is known. It is known. It is known. It is known, Andrew. It is um, known. So we have to start by saying, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, go to YouTube and type in it is known. And someone out there has made a 10 minute video of just it is known. All right. <laughs> so we're going to introduce the, to. the it is known challenge here. The it is known challenge is to put yourself in a dark room Get your iPhone out, go to that YouTube page, and listen to the It Is Known YouTube <laughs> video for 10 yeah, minutes well, in a dark room, or just see how long you can last. How long you can make it. It is known. It is known. And we may be, may, we may do some bets here in the future where the loser between Kevin and I have to uh, endure the It Is Known challenge. Okay, so Kevin, give me one prediction, big, big picture, big prediction for this next season of Game of Thrones. Um, I think that we finally see some retribution of Walder Frey. Ooh, like I think, I think we finally see something happen that, uh, that is not good for him. Okay. Uh, and I'm not talking about, uh, um, him having another child. That's probably not good for him. He's got plenty, but I'm talking about, uh, something like, Blackfish comes along and like takes care of business. I, I miss Blackfish. I, this is the second Blackfish reference I've made. I want Blackfish to come back. So, um, I think I think uh, Frey might get some comeuppance coming. That's and it's got to be coming at some point, right? Because he did what's it called with the thing where you like if you if you feed somebody and you and you like and you take them in and then you're not supposed to do something. You're not supposed to like kill them because that's what is it called like housekeeper rights or home rights or what is it? Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. You're what right. That called? What's that called? Uh, you... Oh, I don't remember. Home rights or home, home. Anyway, that thing, like he did that. So the gods are like, 
not gonna like that. Um, or it's either what is it, the gods or the the other like who who doesn't like that? Like who is it, the old gods or the new gods that don't like that? You know, it's just like a a thing. You're supposed to know these things. Like I'm, I'm probably I don't know, probably both. Probably both, right? Yeah, it's, it's just bad form. Any any form. god would not like it's a that. bad that's look, bad Waldor Frey. That's bad form. So anyway, that's look. my that's one of my uh, predictions. You, what's your prediction? Give me a prediction. A hot. All right, I've got a bit hot big take. One. Okay, go go. The wall's going to collapse. What? Yeah, dude, the wall's gonna come down. Huh? How are they gonna I do that? I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't know. It's gonna call, it's gonna fall apart. Interesting. In like disrepair or like. Some Enough magic. to where the White Walkers can get across. It's a magic thing, right? To do that, I don't know. like it's got to be a magic. Well, magic built it, right? Is that sure. right? Is that true? That's right. That's right. There you go. See, look at that. You got all kinds of knowledge. Um, okay, I will try to go with a not obvious one. Uh, what about? Uh, here's one. Uh, I think we see Gendry again. Gendry returns. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just just chilling. He's been rowing for a long time. Just opened up a little uh, armor shop, like on the on, uh-huh. at the fingers, just like just chilling, you know, He's living in a houseboat, wearing a Hawaiian shirt every day. <laughs> He's got like he an eye patch. I can just imagine he was like Captain Ron. Yeah, <laughs> like, he just shows up. Hey, Kendry. Uh, oh, boat. hey, man. Long time that? no see. What are you guys been up to, or or whatever? I mean, everything cool or what? So anyway, that's uh, that's my prediction. Uh, what what is your prediction? Give me one more. All right, I'm gonna give you one more. The Sand Snakes aren't shitty this season. Oh God, no, they are going to be. I'm gonna There's, predict they're not shitty. No, because the acting is terrible. Like I don't care what the story. Like they could have the most badass storyline where they like show up and they like turn into super ninjas and then they all go out for pizza later and like they morph into some other stuff and they have like that should half be a shells. HBO is looking to do spinoffs of these Sand Snakes, Pizza Ninjas. Good to go. I mean, like, they could have that storyline, which I would definitely be on board with, especially, if, you know, if they don't have as many clothes on like they did last season. Um, But, like, like that, and I would still not like them because they are terrible. But All right. Well, I'm just predicting here. Okay. I Going out on wrong. a limb. I hope, I hope you're right that Bold. they're better, but I hope you're wrong that they're, like, Ugh, I did not like that storyline. I also don't like Bran. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I thought that I thought that was going to be your your wildfire hot take. <laughs> but then just Bran dies and everyone and everyone's sad. But I'm like, I I hate Bran. I don't know why I hate Bran, but I hate Bran. Okay, well, um, let's just make that your wildfire hot take of the of the podcast. That I hate Bran. You don't like Bran. I like Hodor. Like that's the only sell. Like the only good thing about Bran storylines is that Hodor's there. Like. That's it. That is my like the only thing that I like about it. Um, so so anyway, and I'm sure Brand's gonna have like a huge role this season, and he's gonna come back and be like a badass or whatever. But uh, we'll see. Uh, anything else, Andrew, on the on the predictions and the it is known predictions? What happens with Tyrion? We even talk about Tyrion. What's Tyrion up to? Oh yeah, he well he's, he's a marine. Yeah, he's a marine with uh, uh with Grey Worm and Missandei. Right. Right. And Barris, they're all you know, Barris just is- trying to keep keep Marine great again. Keep them. Who cares? Oh, who cares? <laughs> like, why are they? What are they doing over there? Uh, anyway, all right. Like, does Marine have like a a role to play here? Like a legit role? Like, is there something I'm missing? Where dude, I don't know. Storyline just seems so just disjointed from the real things that are going on. Like, is anything in Marine happening that's going to be matter for the 
white walkers coming or anything going to happen that matters for like the iron throne. Like none of those things seem important to me. Maybe that's just why I don't care. Yeah. Well, I, like Tyrion, I don't know. So. Before we get out of here, uh, we just want to let everyone know if you do like this podcast, this pilot episode of make Westeros great again, and you want to make Westeros great again, we need you to do something for us. Don't be a You've loser. Gotten to the end. You've gotten to the end. So that means that you've liked it a little bit. We a need little, you to tiny go bit. to, yeah, you go to iTunes and give us a ranking and a comment because in order to Very get important. us up into the top of the rankings, uh, it, it's it's really not dependent on how many people listen. It's how many people comment. So if you like it, go and comment, make a rating, um, and that will boost us up. And then and subscribe. If we're, if we're and subscribe to us too. If you go up into the top, and so like when Game of Thrones comes back on, we'll be at the top of the rankings or close to. Uh, and then everyone will like, oh, this is I'm gonna listen to this. This will be great, and it will because this podcast has already been really dope. It'll be like their fourth favorite Game of Thrones podcast. And if we crack your top four, I think we're doing pretty well because there's only four hundred thousand of them out there, and most of them are the exact same. So we're trying to do something a little different here, and we hope that you like it. Please, please take three seconds, go out and do that for us. That would be amazing and huge of you, and you would be doing your part to make Westeros great again. Andrew, you have anything else before we get out of here? Vala Dohiris. Uh is that is that the that's the serve one though, right? Yeah. Well did you do it so backwards? Am I yeah, supposed I to it. say Oh well, yeah I said it well I was just doing the last part. I should say Vala oh, Mapolis. And then I say Vela de Harris. Is that there how that go. works? Yeah, we're all rusty here. We're all rusty. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, it's pretty soon we're going to learn some Dothraki. So when we do that, we're going to say like some real badass stuff to leave the episode in Dothraki. We're talking uh, like Scarface quotes. Yeah. We're talking stuff like that. If you want to learn how to say <laughs> stuff like that in Dothraki, this is the podcast for Come you. Come back. Join us again on the Make Westeros Great Again podcast. And... We're going to be having some Dornish wine next episode, and we're going to be talking about what that is and uh, having a whole segment on Dornish wine. So you, too, can enjoy some Dornish wine when you are listening to the Make West Roast Great Again podcast. We are getting out of here. Please, please go on uh, the old iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment. Follow us at Make West Roast. Find us on the good book. Uh, Make West Roast Great Again. And we will talk to you next week on to make Westeros great again podcast. Fala Margolis. Fala Dohiris. Yeah, we did it right that time. All right, see you. Monsters are dangerous, and just now kings are dying like flies.